G'day, mate. What's your name? Barney. Good to see you, mate. Uh, my name is Tahir. Tahir. And I'm a full-time stand-up comedian, former teacher. Former teacher. And where are we today, Tahir? Mate, we are in uh, beautiful Brisbane uh, in a birdcage. Yeah. So <laughs> we're in a bit of a birdcage. Uh, some would say jail. This is not a jail. Uh, but we're in a bird. Shout out to um, Pommy, uh, best, one of the best tour managers. He would love this space. Yeah, he said this is his favourite This is his favourite spot. This is where we, yeah, it's where we meet up. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Crowdboatcast. My name's Andrew Barnett. Thank you very much for joining me. Uh, got a great episode for you this week. It's a little bit different. Uh, I recorded this with my mate Tahi Biljik, a uh, very funny comedian. You can find him on Instagram at Tahir Comedian, um, or yeah, he's all over the web. You can find him easily. Um, but we uh, had a little uh, gig up in uh, well in Queensland, so we thought, why not take the microphones and the little camera along and see what we can get for a podcast. So that's what we've got for you this week. Um, hope you enjoy it. Um, as always, if you are enjoying the pod, please do like, subscribe, give uh, me a follow at Andrew Barnett Comedy on Instagram. Check out my Facebook page, Twitter, Mr. A Barnett, and I am on TikTok, Andrew Barnett Comedian, if that's your thing. Um, yeah, and get involved with the pod. Leave it a review. Uh, send me a message on social media. Let me know who you'd like to have on the pod and uh, what you'd like me to ask them. Uh, and uh, other than that, if you'd like to come see my shows, uh, I'm going to be Sydney Comedy Festival on May 20 and 21 uh, and uh, Brisbane Comedy Festival May 6. So please do uh, look for tickets for those shows. Other than that, uh, let's get on with the episode. This is me on the road with Tahir. So we are, so we're in Brisbane. We're on our way to Harvey Bay and for a gig that you've tipped me into. What exactly is this gig? And that's the thing. So Barney's coming along with me, mm. and I don't even know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! It's. Uh, I think we're going to Woodgate. Woodgate. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of Woodgate. I've never, I've, I've never been there. So this is uh, this is the life of a comedian, right? We just and he's a good bloke. So he's he just saying, yeah, I'll come along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I trusted you. <laughs> this could be. So this is either going to be a really good podcast or yeah. um, the sort of the last tapes of Tahir and Barney. So yeah, this is. Uh, so this could be. Yeah, this could be the last time, but uh, we plan to, um, we should take him to the gig and show him. Yeah, if, if, if it's good or bad, whatever it is, we're going to show them the gig we're going to do and chat along the way. Yeah, yeah, bit of a bit of a taste of what what it's like to uh, go do one of these gigs that you don't know exactly what it is, yeah. you're going to travel, you have a bit of fun. We've already been forced to fly Jetstar, which was yeah. punished. Like, I mean, that's... Mate, yeah. you got on your seatbelt. Yeah, it's disgusting had was chewing, gum, chewing gum on sticky the star like yeah. and it was just fr- it was fresh so it was really really bad and it's look cheap airlines fair enough right but like there's nothing worse when it's so cheap that you know they've cut corners yeah but yeah. jet though like I, i've it's, got no qualm saying it it's not it's not the cheap airline it's sometimes it's the cheap passenger who doesn't know the etiquette <laughs> of etiquette of uh airline flights where you're just like yeah no you can't put your chewing gum on the seat yeah belt. we're in exit row too which makes that even more dangerous even you can't have you, you can't have the guy whose job it is to help everyone get out of the plane which, which be is stuck me. yeah in look. his seat because there's chewing gum clogging oh, up no, his seatbelt. oh here we go look, look at this uh, i'm involved yeah we've ordered some 
Yes. Two chicken souvlakis. Thank you so much. Thank you that. so much. Two chicken souvlakis. Wow. They are souvlakis, a Greek word for kebab. <laughs> another w- another thing they've stolen off the Arabs. I think I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, here we go. Controversy. That's Controversy. Right. I love my Greek friends. They know that. They know mm. that. Well, your um, Turkish background, so your Greek friends, you guys, Cyprus still an issue for you? Like, uh, not for me, because I'm Australian now. So <laughs> I've, I've left all that shit behind. Um, of course, I love my uh, Turkish heritage, mm. but uh, so I think they've divided in half, which is the best way. Yeah, uh, and I think this could be followed in a lot of different parts of the world. Just divide the, That's divide ex- it in half. Yeah, share it. it, share it, and move on. Yeah, and exactly. They, yeah, they've done that. So. I think um, we're going to just continue on with this podcast. And uh, why don't we why don't we hit eat. pause and then have something to eat? I was only joking. Of course, we're going to eat, <laughs> and then we'll uh, we'll be back. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to have something to eat. We'll have a review of the food here at Brisbane Airport uh, when we come back. All right. All right. We are back after uh, a sumptuous feed. Would you call that sumptuous? We didn't leave anything. No. We absolutely <laughs> smashed it and. Uh, the Greeks, they've got, like, gigantic toothpicks. Yeah, there's this massive tooth. It wasn't bad. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was really good. No, it was a good feed. And I should say it was probably, uh, in actual time, the amount of time we had the kid. What what's that, about four minutes? We smashed, yeah, we smashed it. <laughs> right they, through that. They do, the Greeks do a pretty good souvlaki. And uh, just a quick plug for our sponsor, Coca-Cola. <laughs> yes. Crowd. Crowd. Crowdworkcast. Crowdworkcast. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for the... That's the thing, like, as comedians, we travel. Mm. Um, we can eat in high-end venues like this, in a bird yeah, cage. bird cages. You could be anywhere, really. Like, Food courts. I, I'm always just appreciative of anything. Like, you know, there's, there's some people have riders, like, musicians yeah. always you, have riders. Have you ever had a rider? And Like, I know you, because you've toured. Have you ever, like, and sometimes if you're doing a tour, they'll have things, you know, you can request or whatever. I, I, have you ever yeah. requested anything? I've never requested anything, right? Um... I'm happy if there's just water. Like, yeah. there's water. Like, you know, as comedians, we're just, uh, I think we're musicians are a little bit different. Yeah. But I t- I'll tell you a quick story. We got booked. Um, there was my mate Rob Shahidi. Yep. And Jim Owen and myself and Harvey Norman wanted this big comedy night. Like, oh, nice. So it was a big sort of, like, we were in a nightclub. It was a lot of staff. It was, it was several hundred people. And Shannon Knoll was going to finish the night. Oh, nice. Right, so... Nolsey. So they had... All the greats. Yeah. They're all there. Obviously, Harvey and I'm big budget. Yep. And then we go backstage, right, and we're ready, and, and we have a look at... Um, then we see Shannon Knoll's rider. Oh, what, the, what was on Shannon and, Knoll's rider? And it was massive. Like, it was a huge list. And we started reading it. We're going, um, four large towels, uh, four medium towels, four small towels, six hand towels... Uh, for, for different, for different band members. How wet does he get? I don't, well, it's for like individual, like yeah, four, yeah. six. Like he gets that uh, water. Australian, re- government Australian government. Can you hear that? That's us. Yeah. If you Anyone? can't hear that, can, did you hear that? Just tell them what. So. Th- there's a uh, there's an announcement going over asking people if they see anything suspicious, anyone suspicious, they've got to be reported to the police. So, um, not sure if that counts as uh, comedians recording podcasts in bird cages. Two two comics holding microphones yeah. in a bird cage. <laughs> it's, it's the height of suspicion. Um, so anyway, he's got like, and there was like uh, room temperature water, 
uh, cold water, a bucket of ice. Um, there was like scotch. There was other drinks on there. Uh, there was um, there's all sorts of things on there. Oh, a cheese platter, the classic cheese platter, right? Cheese platter. The cheese platter was there. Um, it, was, it was a long list. And then we walk. Then we sort of scrolled onto another page, which is uh, Jamoan, Rob, and Tahir. Yes. It's like just water. Whoa. We didn't. We didn't <laughs> ask for it. They just. They, well, we better get some water. So we didn't ask for anything. That's it. So it's, they it's just gave us like water, and we we're happy with that. And of course, the old thing is, they left without eating the cheese platter. Oh, we smashed the cheese platter. Yeah. That's and what comedians leaving. If there is a rider, it's always oh mate. There's still a few beers in there. Oh, in the backpack, you, you they're just take like it. yeah. You've it's got paid to for. Take it. It's paid for. It's it's it, exactly. Mate, I, I, sometimes I take the fridge with it. The whole, <laughs> whole fridge should go because oh, that this could be part of the rider, right? Yeah, yeah. But well. uh, no, uh, comedians notorious for no riders. I, I never ask for anything. I'm just happy because we're we're there for the gig. We're getting paid. Especially corporate events, or well, I think the other the other difference is the way comedians start out is you're basically you know you're so used to doing gigs in the corners of pubs and yeah. if you're actually in a theatre where everyone's seats are arranged to face the one direction, yeah, it's a big it's a, it's a big, big treat, yeah, that's and a so big you treat. feel like you're um, well this is enough, and then because you're so used to like. Especially early on, well, you know, you're lucky to be on this lineup, kid. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, when even when in the theatre, oh man, have you played the this theatre before? No, no, no. That's and that's the thing. Like, so you get to the point where it's almost like you're a um, a rescue dog, yeah. where you know, finally someone's being nice to you, and you're like, I'm a bit unsure. Happy, no, yeah, I don't yeah, want to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. It's but what, why is the musicians like? Uh, it must be the musician promoters must be. It, yeah, it's I a don't standard know. thing. Isn't it? They've always got like they got plenty of alcohol backstage. Yeah. And like, and and a lot of the time they just leave. They might have one or two cans. They just leave. Yeah. And the comedians come through. And go, oh, and we, hey, they we left. We, guys, we, they left a whole bottle of wine. We're, we're, we're the like the cleaners <laughs> of the rider industry. It's yeah. It like, is the um, no waste. It is the ranks of show businesses. Definitely, yeah. you know, musicians are up here, and then um, comedians, and then yeah. I think magicians. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know. You're you're you're. Uh, well, you're doing an act as the world's worst magician at the moment. The world's best worst magician. Be- world's best worst magician. How, how it started? It started at Adelaide Fringe. Yeah. So people like, and I was doing the, you know, I'll do like a five week festival. Yeah. And I realised, hang on, what am I doing during the day? Nothing. And I, I, I collect. I love magic, right? I love comedy magic. I've been collecting for years, and finally, my, my missus said, "Listen, do a show." Got yeah, like we can write this off on tax. Yeah, that's what I want, like $1,000 <laughs> worth of tricks. And uh, I, I, look, I, I put a show together, had a lot of fun, and it started out selling my adult show. No. <laughs> I said, to, I said, to, I said, mate, if this starts sell, out selling my adult show, it's, it's I've got to stop. Like, there's no good, but... Mate, you're doing, it's, it's you're doing a so cruise well. ship as two of the performers. Oh, man, yeah, it sold so well. And it, it's a lot of fun. And then I got tired because... It, it like it literally takes like an hour to set up. Oh really? Yeah. So I got to get there early, set up an hour. Get, get you know, the magic just doesn't ha- yeah just yeah it doesn't happen. You got to set Practi- up. Well, it's, it's, you're gonna make sure your wand is yeah, working. Yeah, you gotta And then <laughs> and then I'm doing the show and I'm packing up. It's exhausting. And look, I, and I love stand up not because you can just get up and be, but it reminded me. I go, you know what? Stand up is a fantastic profession. You can walk up, talk. Move on. I, 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 my best mate um, is uh, is a musician in Newcastle, and he um, 
Like, so he gigs all around, does weddings yeah. and everything. He's a brilliant. Who is it? Uh, his name's Jason Bone. Yeah, right. So he's just, and so he'll... Great um, name. Oh, yeah, great name. Uh, guess, guess, what his, guess what his nickname was when we were in high school? Boner. Boner. <laughs> we were pretty creative as, uh, as 16-year-olds. but he, I, I should have said Jace. <laughs> yeah, Jace. Yeah, Jace. That's what we call it. Yeah. Um, he, but he, he loves coming and watching when he sees me and I just leave at the end. Yes, oh, that is. I know. You just so they're used to it, aren't they? Yeah. They're used to something. If you're used to carrying luggage, bags, speakers, they're just, it's part of their thing. So yeah. I, I'm used to just being a stand-up. So, but it was exciting because I was doing a magic show, um, but still, I go this is and the second. It's a year, lot of work. Second, year, I got help. <laughs> I said, oh, I, so you got a roadie. I got. I had to get someone to come and help me. So I just helped. It, it made a huge difference. The tradition, traditional magician's assistant was it, or like say some lady in a nice red dress? No, no, <laughs> it, was, it was another young magician uh, who just gave me a hand and just it was a bit of fun. Um, I even had Iman. You know Iman, like you know. Um, yeah, yeah, Iman Hedachi. Yeah, Hedachi, yeah. and like. Uh, uh, who's like um, I don't know if you know him, but he's a great comedian. Uh, he's one meter tall. Yeah, he's a, he's like, a little person. He's literally one meter tall. Very funny. But very funny. What a, is a, I love hanging with him. But he became part of my show too. Oh really? So yeah. <laughs> so at the end, like you know, because I, I became like a wizard during the show. Then, and I finally, and there was there was a sorry, there was a wizard talking behind the curtains. Yep. And it was a man, right? Oh really? And he was talking to me during the whole show. Don't do that. That's a no good. Do something impressive for the kids. Uh, that's no good. Otherwise, I'm going to turn you into like a. I mean, the Martian's going to come and get you. And then the Martian, like, I'd be in this Martian suit and all these things happening. But at the end of the show, like the Wizard of Oz, right? The curtains would like, you want to see the great wizard? You want to see the great wizard? <laughs> <laughs> and so. And so the curtains would be drawn back and your mind standing there. And the crowd would like, genuinely like freak out. Like, the George was what? Hey, what, what kind of magic is this? Yeah, it was like a Wizard of Oz <laughs> moment when the curtain got drawn back. Oh, that's he so came funny. Out and he'd come out and it was, I love those sort of moments because I yeah. love doing anything like left of centre. I, I, I did uh, AGT, Australia's Got Talent. Yeah, I saw it, someone told me that. Yeah, so they, they, they said, look, you want to do this, so you want to be on the show. I said, well, not as a comedian, obviously. I said, no, well, I don't need to come it's on. It's not set up as for comedians, that show, really. Well, for beginning comedians, like... So they get a break and they, they yeah. move on to other stuff. But um, I said, I'll come on, but don't mention my name. And I'm coming on as the world's best, worst magician. That was, <laughs> so I did. And people were like, "What? are you sure? Like, you've done a lot in your stuff, like, career. Why would you do that shit? Like, what about your image? I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, like, honestly, people go, but I really don't care about image, but all that sort of stuff. I do what I enjoy. Like, I do what I want to do. This is, I was going to say, that was something I've noticed about you is you are someone who you do so many different things but it, it always whatever whenever I've worked with you it's always doing something fun you're always no, yeah, this will yeah. be fun this will be fun so yeah. and that seems to that's a great draw like way to decide what you're going to do next I think I, I love that if someone saw me on AGT and said oh mate that's that's bad for your brand or I go well don't come to my show <laughs> yeah. like, I don't care that that person who judges. I go. Oh, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much. Guess what? I might do it again. <laughs> so the person that convinced me second time, no, I'm, I, I want to go back. It was just you should go on to something else next time. Every time <laughs> and not acknowledge that you'd been there before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I mean, when I came on, like you know, Shane Jacobs and one of the judges said, "Hey, Tahir, 
no, no. World's best West musician. <laughs> That's <laughs> so good. And people were laughing and and um, look, it went well. It went really, really well. And uh, I, I really enjoyed the whole experience. I, I, I enjoyed the nerves again. Yeah. Like, like back because it's I'm out of my element really as a stand-up comedian. Uh, I mean, these you'd know like we don't get nervous as such. We sort of get excited and yeah. And you we need might that get tiny bit of adrenaline to go like yeah. before you go on stage where you're like, oh, they're about to call my name. I, I should focus here. Yeah, yeah. But and yeah, you don't spend the whole day. Nah, like I mean, look, you get excited. We and we don't get nervous. We probably get worried. Uh, and only if we're not if we're in an environment uh, that's um, not conducive to comedy. Yeah. People are standing, cocktail event. Something oh. Or, I mean, obviously at a comedy club, it's. People, I see people get nervous. They go, "What are you nervous?" People are here for comedy. It's yeah. Beautiful. The sounds beautiful. The stage is there. You do. You do. Actually, that reminded me one of, the, of of all the fun things you've done. I remember uh, sort of it's probably five or six years ago now. Oh, we were doing the comedy store. I was hosting, and yep. you um, helped someone with a proposal. Yeah, yeah, that was remember fun. that yeah, you were yeah. doing like, and you almost did it like a, a magician thing because you got her up yeah, on yeah. and blindfolded her. That was yes. How did that come about? And w- like, because most comedians would not agree to do oh, something like that. So, uh, in my shows, I genuinely love to improvise. People, yep. and and I take it as a uh, compliment when people say, did, "Was that all set up?" I go, "As if." <laughs> you know how hard that would be? Yeah. Imagine I said, listen, you uh, say this, I'll say that, then that person will come up and I, I get that will take too much of planning. I get it. Yeah. And I this doesn't pay enough for me to split the paycheck oh, with all those people. Okay. Look, I love to improvise because people, the audience laugh differently at something that they know just happened It's once. something that happens in the room. And and they know they're not going to see it again and they, yeah. and they react differently. So I got asked, they said, would you be part of this? Like the guy contacted, I think, A-list entertainment and um i said absolutely i'm i'm all over it yeah i love that sort of stuff you know, was, uh, yes so we planned it all and i think i think we planned it where i got him up as a volunteer yeah i got him up as a volunteer yes on stage and so i, I put him you know that was the only time i knew he was coming up and but we did it so she she thought i was just picking random people and so that was the only time where we, i knew who i was picking so we got him up and and uh went down a treat like yeah it went off the people, which the was people see how they react like, like they roared yeah because they realized hang on they're watching something here something live something real yeah, something yeah, yeah. this is only happening this time yeah. it's just yeah it's not something they can come and see again tomorrow night this is just for them and that night that right there and, and there. that couple they said they were big fans and they got in contact said would you mind doing this and this day i said yeah i'll do it Never been back to my show since. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, you know, they, they got married. Maybe they got young kids and they're just maybe. trying to get along. Who well, knows? come to my kids' magic show. Yes. Hey, um, I think our flight is about to board, so we're going to check out again, but we'll be back. Um, probably sure. join you from somewhere uh, north of here. Somewhere, where, where somewhere are we going fun, again? Somewhere fun. We're going we're gonna to probably join you in Harvey Bay and then somewhere remote. Ooh. Exciting. Stick around. All right, now, last time we left yeah. off, we were in uh, the airport in Brisbane. In the birdcage. In the birdcage. And you told me you uh, you didn't know where we were going. No, I, I really didn't. And uh, even this is fake. Uh, people think this is a nice backdrop. That's just fake. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, that's just... Uh, Barney puts that in. Uh, just put it in in post, mate. Yeah, if, uh, I mean... I wish it was real. 
<laughs> where, <laughs> where exactly are we? What is this we're, called again? Woodgate? We're, we're actually at Woodgate Beach, and we did a show at Woodgate Beach Hotel, Motel, Caravan Park. What, what else? Uh, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of. <laughs> that's a lot. We, we can see it across the road. Like it's it's awesome. What a spot. Yeah, it's magic. So we were we were upstairs uh, on their balcony, and originally they'd planned to have the shutters yep. down. Yep. But it turns out it was too hot. So we basically we did comedy um, three walls and then an open side to the beach. Three walls, open side, and brand new. We christened the venue. Yeah, we did. We have. I mean, I, I think Steady Eddie played there. Before the renovations, but Barney and I, um, you know, mate, uh, we refused to come up until it was the, yeah. the renovations were finished. Said, look, we'll come up, yeah. but renovate. Yeah, yeah, and, and and leave one one wall open. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. We don't like getting claustrophobic. But it was beautiful. Like you know, it was a beautiful spot, wasn't it? The, the people having meals. It was packed, uh, raising yeah. money for the Dunga Dunga Derby. Dunga Derby. Now, so, what is the yeah. Dunga Derby? The Dunga Derby, if you haven't heard, it's uh, Harvey Bay raising money for the Fraser Coast. So it's it they get in cars for four days, yep. and they and, and the cars have to be a certain age, right? It's it's. I heard a lot about it. I love the straightaway. Um, I've come before for functions to raise money for them, and what I loved so they raise money for their own community. Yeah. So all the money goes back to everybody in the Fraser Coast, whether it be sick children or someone doing a tough or a medical or whatever. It's and I love that. I love charities that have just all back in yeah no, no admin that's where beautiful yeah where it's just the you know who the money's going to yeah, you yeah. know the cause it's all local yeah. and it is i think that that sort of stuff too like as, as don't get me wrong i love a big national charity yeah, all that sort got, of stuff. They're, they're important too like but yeah this sort of stuff is community building there's a feeling of community yeah. that comes with that if it if it's the people of the Fraser Coast raising money for the people of the Fraser Coast, uh, it's something magic about that. It, uh, people buying raffle tickets, uh, auction items, and and they look after you. Don't they? When you do comedy in, like it, it, you can go almost anywhere in outback Australia. Yeah. And most towns are very decent. Yeah. So people are decent, and they can't do enough for you. Um, yeah, yeah. The Woodgate community, brilliant. So, <laughs> so funny. So you know what last last night what amazed me is like we we're literally sitting here in paradise. I don't know yeah. how much of that you can see, but this is a beautiful beach. We've got tropical. The, the sunlight's coming through. Oh, it's magic. It's there's a nice breeze. It's absolutely magical. The, the venue was beautiful, and all anyone kept saying to us last night was thank you for coming up here. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, thank you for f- coming up here. Yeah, you flew us to paradise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a bit of a trip, Barney. Yeah, it was a bit of a trip. It was <laughs> no, it, no, it was, it's fine. We of course. But worth it. It's um and then yeah like and then the worst part was at the end everyone just wanted to buy us drinks and yeah so it, was, it was couldn't incredible. be friendlier. I finished the night with a pine, and an apple pineapple, popper yeah, popper in and in in the Woodgate Hotel with everyone drinking <laughs> beers and shots around me and I actually had a popper unashamed. Mate, and you know what though <laughs> I watched your set you thoroughly deserved that popper you <laughs> earned it mate. you earned yeah, it. Yeah, it, was, it was, and. That's the thing, like, we, um, you know, uh, look, it was a bit, it's been a pleasure just hanging with you as usual. Uh, but, you know, some communities that travel, you've got to appreciate where you are. Yeah, exactly. Like, what a job. Like, you know, we get to travel around and you can bone and be moan about it or you can lap it up. You yeah. Know? Like, uh, you know, um, so it's, b- it's brilliant. Like, I've, I think if we didn't do comedy, I'm not sure if I ever would have come here. 
No, I like Woodgate. Like I, it's, it's beautiful. I was saying to you, my um, my father-in-law and my brother-in-law live like yeah. down in Harvey. Well, Marybar and Harvey Bay, and that I had no idea Woodgate existed. So we've come up to visit them before, and I was saying to you that now I know this is here. Brilliant. Next time we're up here, I'll I'll bring the family up here for a couple of nights because it's yeah. just magic. It's perfect, and this is the like you said, it's the joy of like one of the the good things about our job oh. is you do get to go see. Places, then you know. Let's be honest. Sometimes, if you're on your own, you, you you're not feeling great. Yeah. You, you're not taking it. But I always find in those situations, if I get myself out and get yeah. to look around where I am, I always feel a bit better. And you get that feeling of, oh, actually, I'm pretty lucky to do this. Yeah, no I love exploring. I love exploring. What about on the way up here? We um, we stopped at a, a place called uh, ISIS. Yeah, <laughs> the ISIS Council was the there. The ISIS Chinese, Council. The ISIS Club. The ISIS Club was there. Jeremy, and then we stopped, had photos, and then I had to weave it into the show, yeah. and they loved it. They, <laughs> they loved did. it. And uh, it, was, it was brilliant, and I love that. I love when there's local references in uh, Woodgate. There's another suburb which I love called Goodwood. Goodwood. Yeah, Goodwood. That's a <laughs> suburb. Like, I mean, how do they name that? I love those sort of things. Like, yeah. I said, oh, Goodwood, just that, well, that'll do. That'll do. What do you What do you know about this place? Well, the wood's good, and, and that's it, the, we've got a it. name. Suburb Goodwood. Goodwood. Like, I love that Goodwood Woodgate. Um, ISIS. I don't know how ISIS came into that mix. Yeah, but it's there, and it's in Australia, and Barney and I we found it. Yeah, and we got look, photos for all the criticisms. Yep. I mean, it looked a tidy little town. I, I didn't feel in danger at all. No, did you? No, not at all. I, I mean, uh, there were some lawn bowls going on. There's lawn bowls. In fact, I didn't see one Arab. No, which is, I mean, the, the recruiting is Besides myself, mate, like maybe I was the dodgy guy. I looked around and I thought, I'm the dodgy guy. Even though I'm not Arab, I'm, I'm Turkish, right? But like... The locals um, are looking at you going, I knew that we'd attract a couple eventually, if we named it ISIS. Eventually. Get, and there he is. He's turned up. You know? Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's been a uh, fun little adventure. Where's, like, apart from this, where are some of the other, like, places you've been where you go? Because I, I, I was talking to locals last night and I was saying to them, this is the kind of place you want to get just enough developed and then yeah. then keep it a complete secret so that people yeah. don't it doesn't you know it doesn't become everyone knows yeah. it. it's sort of a secret part of paradise you were saying that but i uh, i mean i didn't know you were saying that but because i at the same time i was having conversations that there should be uh multi-rise units all the way across here <laughs> oh yeah you're investing <laughs> i go mate there's so much land here there should be units here everywhere everywhere high-rise units on the ocean you're pitching a casino um, i was pitching because i was pitching something different i was pitching something. my vision was different i like your vision i like your vision but uh, yeah the goal is, like, look at the strip of, it goes for kilometers like you know but anyway but i've been to um i, I do remember enjoying karatha like, yeah, yeah, just loved it. Went to, uh, they had some sort of like a Red Earth Festival, uh, lovely people. Um, the sun sets right on the beach. Oh, wow. It was like, and everyone's there every day, you know, virtually like a crowd all the way across. Whoever's there just all come out. Um, and even locals, they say, they just, it's a ritual. They just come out and watch the sunset. And it was, it was, it's been, the town was nice, everything, the people were good. Um, the property price was ridiculous. Yeah, but it was just so expensive because the mining. They said it was just so. And as I flew in, like there was heaps of land again, heaps yeah. of land. I, I didn't understand. Western <laughs> Australia, I feel like is a, a bit of an untapped, like not untapped. Obviously, there's there's plenty of uh, people there, but like it is one of those places where I think 
when the rest of the world discovers that over the next 50 years or so yeah. that could become a uh, a yeah a different place oh, altogether. Yeah, like you know, I, I quite enjoy um I, get, I enjoy going to Darwin. Yeah, I enjoy, but that was nice. good. Uh, Harvey Bay. I mean, I mean we're up this way, but that was in the last couple of years. I've been a few times and I, I've loved it. I love the town. I love the people. I thought, what a what a magical place. It is, isn't it? Like beautiful. It's because it's, it's funny. Like the, you look behind us, the yeah. this big beach, and like we're used to down yeah, where we live, New South Wales, like a beach this long, the the surf would be quite like it's, quite it's heavy. Flat, it's, it's like, flat as a tackle. But it's yeah, it's so protected that you can yeah. just. You sort of just wander in and float. I had a swim this morning. The water temperature is beautiful. There, well, there's actually flags here. Um, there's like one at the end of the beach and the other one right at the other end. Like it's massive. It's, it's a big patrol, but basically it's a bit dangerous. It's a bit dangerous here. Uh, the flags are only uh, six kilometres apart. They had to move them in. They had to move them in. Like yeah, be careful on the edges right there. But yeah, you, you get to a lot of different places, and and I was like, like you know, I I went to Harvey Bay and then. I thought, yeah, we're going to do it again. Like, you know, I want to bring the family up and do different stuff. And, and then eventually, like, like, through the people I've met, we end up in Woodgate, you know? It's yeah. beautiful. Like, and, uh, I, you know, you come along, beautiful. And, in fact, I, there's not many podcasts. In fact, there's been no podcast I've asked to be on. Not one. But this one is the only one. Yes. Good crowd chat. Yes. Right? It's the only it's, it's a good crowd work cast. Crowd work cast, right? Uh, well, I didn't know what his name was called, but I just said, Barney, I want to be on your podcast. Um, yeah, the only one, only one I've asked to be on, Barney, right? And um, providing he brought me here. Yeah. This is it. This is, I said, this is the city. We, dip, we dipped into the production budget. Yeah, yeah. So if, you're, if, you know, if you want to be on this podcast, get in touch with Barney and uh, pick a location. <laughs> Yeah, this yeah. is going to be my thing now. I'm going to find exotic yeah, locations yeah, yeah, yeah. To, uh, to talk to. Oh, you're doing your traveling around, like you're traveling around, you can do yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, mate. It's a, it is one of the magic things. Even like, you know, because comedians, it's one of the things that, like, um, you know, some comedians look down at, like, crew, doing cruise ships and all that sort of stuff. I love it. And then, but then you try and explain that to, like, people who have regular yeah. jobs. They're like, well, yeah. what? That sounds like a dream gig. I mean, it has its it has its quirks, but yeah, like I look, I think um, I think I was I mentioned this before the birdcage at the airport. Mm. I do what I want to do without thinking, like, w- w- without worrying about what people think. Yeah, honestly, like okay, and that's it. You should everyone should live their life. Imagine what, who cares what people think? People look down upon you if you want to do something. If you run a certain business or have a certain job, don't. I mean, I don't judge like this. My 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 own life. I don't care what you have, or how much money you be. Um, you, you always have good manners to people. Treat people the same. Human yep. beings are the same, right? Yeah. Like, if you want to, if you if you made it big, like Barbara Streisand, for example, right? Yeah. She always has uh, a demand of a white piano in a hotel. Uh, one back, it's got to be white. It's, uh, hotel, backstage, and on stage. Right? Fair enough. Yeah. She can do it. Like she did. She's not putting anyone out of place. She's probably making some work. Right? That's fine. Like, if you want to do requests, those weird sort of stuff, go for it. Do weird shit. But, but don't, don't be rude, rude to people. people. Like, don't think you're above another human being. You know? that's, 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 what, um, that's what gets me. Like, so I, I don't care what, like, people go, oh, you do cruise ship? Yeah, I like to do cruise ship because I like it. Yeah. My family loves it. I like it. I can do a bit of work. I have a bit of fun. The audience is fantastic. The experience is magic. It genuinely is a, like a great holiday. People don't understand. People think, oh, you're stuck on a boat. No, you're not stuck on a boat. You get off and explore. Well, that's all you 
it's all your attitude too. You, if you well, go into it thinking I'm stuck on a boat, you'll feel like you're stuck on a boat. I guess, buddy, that's in life, isn't it? Yeah. Your, your attitude uh, can be can make or break anything. Like yeah. If you have a party, like you know, just you, you can see a bunch of people having a great time. Yeah. And a bunch of people just bored and they go, "This is uh, this shit." It's all just attitude. You want to get in there and give it a go, talk to people, have a bit of a dance, and you know, you know have fun. You can have fun. Like it's just it's just attitude, really. So. And you that I've got to say that has. I don't know if it's because of that attitude or well, obviously because of your approach and you're very talented. Your career has been, you've had a really interesting career. You've done so many different things. Like you do the court announcing at the Sydney Kings. Sydney Kings with my mate Rob Shahidi. Like we both do it together. And um, But we did we did the uh, Parramatta yep. on ground announcer. Like, and then we did the Bulldogs. Um, and, then we, and then we found ourselves... The, like NRL found out because we, we're creating all these sort of activations and, and the crowd's really enjoying it uh, and then the NRL got in touch right the next thing we're doing semi-finals grand finals oh wow and we're just laughing at each other right we're, we're, we're <laughs> well you'd be wanting to watch the footy anyway yeah I'd be there anyway want, want to watch a footy and um, state of origin and I refuse to wear a Queensland jersey. Good man. So uh, I rob. Well, which keep that. We we are deep in Queensland. I can see the big four X. <laughs> oh, no, there's four X, four X umbrellas. There's signs. There's everything. I, I refuse to wear it, and uh, I said, "No, I'm going to wear the New South Wales mate." And he wore the Queen. I forced him to wear the Queensland. <laughs> so in in uh, in Queensland, and and we were doing jokes like against. So I was wearing a New South Wales jersey in Queensland, Suncorp Stadium, doing oh, wow. jokes. Against Queensland, <laughs> and they were booing the shit out of me. Boo this that. I said, "Oh, Queensland one. Let's have a look at the Queensland bench for this game." And we put up like four referees. Oh <laughs> you know yes, I mean? just stuff like that. Like we had to all plan, and yeah. they'd be laughing but booing me. Um, but of course, like in New South Wales, Rob copped it. Yes, because he had the New South Wales jersey. And we, and we were having it. But then we found ourselves like, yeah, uh, MCG State of Origin match. Like what is it? Like ninety thousand? It was I think it was like ninety thousand, um, and we were in the middle, just looking at each other, just laughing. Okay, look where we are. Look where yeah. we are. Right, we're in the, the, the just in the middle of the MCG, packed. Um, and then look, the Sydney Kings have been awesome. A lot of fun. Love the basketball because you can. The kids turn up and I love it because you can boo. You can. There's good guys and yeah. bad guys and uh, yeah. The, I love the ring announcers. Uh, the yeah, ring yeah. announcer. But it's almost that thing where you are. Uh, Court announcers in the yeah. in the basketball, you have a license to be completely you, biased. You can do it, like you can. Um, there's music, there's uh, there's energy, there's always something happening. Yeah, and uh, I think they get it. They do such a good job. Uh, you know, if they just understand what's going on. It's sure the sport's got to be there, but there's got to be entertainment around it. Yeah, exactly. That's so like when there's a timeout, that's what I loved about. Um, like even when my kids were little, we took them to a couple of the, the Kings games. Yep. And one of the things about it is, is that they could know nothing about basketball, but yeah. there's just always something happening. So they're like yep. they're entertained, they're engaged, and by the end of it, they're like, "That was really like, it was." It's yeah. It's not like just you know some of the sports. It's just just when the action's happening is when that, I think the NRL don't quite. I think so AFL is a great sport to watch live. Mm. Right? NRL as well, but it's also easy to watch that sport uh, that translates really well on television. Yeah, well, the ground is literally the same shape as all our TVs now. Yeah. We've all got big rectangular TVs. AFL, they turn it, used to turn it live, they've got like, and you can see sort of what's going on. NRL, yeah. like, really, it's a great product on TV. So they've got to understand, mate, we need 
the product's great, but what else are we doing to make it the attractive, conducive to turn up live? Yeah. You know? and, the, and the king's like, okay, Rob and I, we're part of the package. Mm. People go, oh, mate, you guys made us laugh. Do this, that, that. We do giveaways. We do all sorts of stuff, makeup stuff. And, and then I said, you got to, and, you know, I find, like, if I go to an NRL game, which I, which I love attending, um, I don't find that interesting when they just interview a player and think, oh, what do you think the, the, the match is going to be? Everyone switches off. Well, you, you need something physical. You're right? not getting honesty out of the player at you're that point anyway. Oh, yeah, we're going to be good. Yeah. Oh, look, we're going to go out there. We're going to try. We're going to execute. We're going to, you know, if, I mean, if we, if our forwards can lay a platform, we can oh, start the, it's all that. Off. Which, and I don't criticise the players for being like that because no, 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 that's, they're, they're trying to, they're professionals yeah. trying to get ready for yeah, their job. Yeah. They're not going to go out there and go, you know what? I reckon he's crap and I'm going to run straight out and destroy him. <laughs> like, because... Because they've actually so I, I want to see, like, uh, you know, well, we had a good training week this week. Uh, mm. I, I'd be betting on us. Yeah. Or, or saying, mate, we're sluggish. Yeah, we yeah. we got a couple of niggles. I'd be honest, mate. a couple of the bikes not putting in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> just be honest, mate. Yeah, like, look, you know, just look, a couple of these forwards, if they don't perform today, they are definitely getting dropped. So <laughs> let's, <laughs> like, name names. And, you know, I mean, we used to do, like, um, physical stuff. That was our thing. So, we'd, you know, we 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 started like the putting the bombs up. Oh, uh, nice. We did that all the way back in the Parramatta days and a lot of the clubs, I'm sure a few, some of them do, but we'd get the machine sometimes, which made it really hard. Yep. It was a big prize. Um, but we put bombs up. Now, it's something, we get a couple of contestants and it's something physical. You can see everyone in the stadium loves it. You can see there's a buzz, they react, they laugh. You can actually hear it. Yeah. Um, and you watch it because you see it like wherever you're sitting, right? Whereas the interview, the executives are all happy. Oh, we're interviewing someone. I can get a 90% of the audience don't care. No. It has no impact. The kids are there. But the kids, we have a running race. We'd have mascots. We'd have all sorts of different activations. And um, they do it with the cricket ball, the $50,000 catch. Have you seen that? Yes. And that machine goes, and it swirls. It's really hard to... Yeah, to get under it. Because it, it come down through the breeze too. And especially in those big stadiums where... Yeah. Like, it goes so high, it, and they so drop it, and then the, the wind actually changes as it comes yeah. down because of the way the stadium is. But have you ever used a f machine for a football? Have you ever, no. So, you know, the tyres spin. The, yeah, and the you, jugs and machines. You got, and you've got, like, you know, you can try up. So, yep. of course, you know, we're mucking around with it, and we've, we've turned it up, and we've done it like a big kick, like, you know, probably like the Matty Burton or, or yeah, the other yeah. players would do it. Like, you know, they, 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 so they do it on the end, it swirls. And, mate... You wouldn't believe, Barney, how hard it is to catch that thing. Like, honestly, like, we'll say, okay, send it, like, you know. And I sort of sent a couple. I sort of saw where it landed. So I went to the area. Still couldn't get near it. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I thought, okay, I can catch this. I consider myself, like, you know, it's a bit sporty. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm so coordinated. I'm under it, I'm under it and, and, it's, and it swirls. You wouldn't, and it spins and swirls. And then it's last minute ducks and then... <laughs> it's so hard. So I have empathy for the fullbacks. In the, sort of in the old days, they just put the kicks up end over end. Yeah. Nowadays they put those swirlers and or the ones that just sort of the floaters, the floater that yeah. just it has nothing on it and it just like goes flat oh. and it just drifts. Yeah. It just must be an absolute nightmare well, to be gonna, under. And then you've got and that, and you've got like thousands of people watching you. It's hilarious. And we and we all tell them we rev them up. We said do a dive or do something and. The, and the crowd, and there's nothing like when you hear a big laughter like that and, and it comes through. But we used to do um, even things like trivia, do trivia. At least that way, wherever you're sitting, you, you, you're participating. You're engaged. You're engaged. Like you say, you can talk to your, 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 you know, your child, um, yeah. son or daughter, and say, hey, what do you think of that answer? Like you just, so everyone's activated in one go. We're not just 
I mean, honestly. But anyway, um, the Kings are a lot of fun, and yeah, um, yeah it's 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 been tremendous. Again, just lucky to have such a fun job. So how did how did the, how did the Kings come? Is that off the back of the other work you've done? It was, and those yeah, sort of things? It, it was. I, I think um, they saw us do something, and then they got us in. And the owner, I remember the owner saying, "Yep, that's exactly what we need. Two clowns." Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I making think it they, fun. I think they just had someone that was, well, I'm not saying we're not professional, but like some radio host or something. Someone like with a great voice. Great voice. All right, that. Kings. But you don't need that because you've got the grand announcer, Eric. He's fantastic. Yeah. Right? So we just bring the lighthearted stuff, and he said that's, and we've that's been there ever since. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what we need. And and that you've you've seemed to like, I and I. It's a philosophy I've tried to have with my the way I decide what to do is. You seem to have this follow your nose sort of approach yeah. where this may or may not lead to something. Is it interesting to me now? Yep. If it is, give it a go. Yep. And then because of that, like it's it's one of those ones where you look at a career like yours and go, how would I ever, you could never plan that at the I, start. I, I just do things and I look back and people go, geez, you've done a lot. I look back because I never worried like, like, oh my God, I, I've done quite a bit actually when I look back at it. Yeah. And as I choose stuff like, I mean, I, because um, I love TV. I love the whole TV movie business as well. Yeah, yeah. I, love the, I love the creativity. I love the editing. The whole thing yep. interests me. I love it. Like, you know, uh, performing, of course. But I would love to do, like, say, Survivor. Because I like that <laughs> show, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I enjoy it. I go, this is a show I like to do because you sleep wherever. Like, so. But then I look at something like SAS and it's a no. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. Like, you know, it's, Which it's, is, that's where you're... Like I suppose your willingness to go because sometimes the 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 drum on reality contestants is that you know oh they're just looking to be famous, where yeah I'm not, your uh, approach is no I'm looking to have fun I love it yeah I want to yeah. experience that like I want to experience Survivor because I love SAS I don't want to experience that yeah you don't want to be yelled at by some British well, guy I, because I tell you I'll be honest Barney if someone was yelling right in my face I'd laugh <laughs> I couldn't there's no and yeah, then yeah. I'd be kicked off. Like, yeah. how could you not laugh? Someone's right in your face going, do you, like, like an adult. I go, if someone, even if he's yelling at someone else, I, I'd be like in tears. <laughs> I'd be on the ground in tears, right? I, honestly, I couldn't, how could I keep a straight face? Yeah. Do 20 push-ups. I can't, I'm laughing, right? Yeah, yeah. But the, the thing about that show is there's no redeeming stuff for the contestants. That's why it's a, it's a no for me. Yeah. Like you can't, you just do it and they whip you. There's lack of sleep and you do the activities and they don't show anything well uh, just uh, to uh, see if you're tough enough to do something that only you know a tiny percentage of people will well, ever yeah. be required to ever uh, do anyway and then they show like okay give us and they want some uh, give us something bad that happened in your life it's a bit, a bit negative you know they whip up these yeah yeah and i go there's no redeeming fun things for me there yeah like you know i go it's it's i can i mean whereas like there's other shows there's there's, there's the fun element like you know there's there's like you know what that's in in the jungle. Uh, yeah, the jungle. you. So you went into the jungle. Oh, in the jungle. Yeah, I, absolutely, yes. And I don't get like I don't worry about like starving. Like so, I found the first three days I only ate rice and beans because my season they had the ha the haves and the have nots. Oh, really? And I, I was on the poor side. <laughs> right, we were outside the thing. It was very funny. It was, it was beautifully done. Who are you with? Uh, I was with um, Richard Reed, who yep. who won it. Uh, AJ, who was the host of. Um, what was that show? Uh, the Biggest Loser. Biggest Loser, yeah. 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 Uh, there was uh, Justin Schofield, the, the Master Chef. Yeah. Luke Jacobs, the actor. Sam Dastiari. Oh, and, yeah. And um, 
Jackie Lambie, the politicians. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Natasha from Channel 10. Uh, they were great fun. Dermy Brereton, Shane Crawford. That was, they were a lot of fun. Jeez, yeah, we yeah. laughed and laughed. and <laughs> you just, But, I, like, so the first three days, my team lost the challenges. And so we only had to have rice and beans. I'm talking, like, a third of a cup. I'm talking, oh. if you have a cup, like, a third. So not much at all. And just continuous water. And it didn't bother me. I thought, okay. I was a bit like, I'm, I got this. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's all right. Like, three days. Hungry, but not a big deal. I don't get hangry or whatever <laughs> and uh, i and people go oh, i'm hungry i go hungry look where we are mate have a look where we are i'm because uh, i haven't camped before I, i'm yeah. camping f- fire <laughs> collecting wood you know making people laugh i go this is brilliant i loved it i could have you know, have a look where we are without a, yeah, have we're a in look. the jungle we're in the jungle mate what's wrong with you there's rain one night uh we're playing pranks on each other um <laughs> i made a cricket ball oh yeah i actually made a cricket ball through like because you get some little like tape and different stuff and um, and then I used, like, someone brought lipstick in as their um, luxury item because everyone's allowed to bring one luxury <laughs> that, item. That right? seems practical, lipstick. Yeah, yeah. Just, I know, it's weird. My luxury item, you never guess it. What was I it? You, I don't know if you saw the season. No. Uh, everyone, a violin. You brought a violin? Yeah. Do you play violin? No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. And they said, why did you bring, I said, because a violin is a luxury item. Yeah. That's what I thought. I go, what's a luxury item? A violin's a luxury item. So I don't own a violin. So I've, now I'm taking a violin home. Yeah, so like, I'm taking. I've always wanted to. And they all, um, they all said no. And then I said, they go, okay, just give us. And then I said, and it was really bad. And they <laughs> said, uh, no, you, 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 no, play it now. We know it's because you know, like you, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, play yeah. it, and all of a sudden you get into a get into a magnificent tune. And they realised he can't play this thing. <laughs> they quickly realised, and they started laughing, of course. And then I'd use it to wake people up. And then they were talking about burning the whole thing in the fire, which they weren't sure, but I would have loved that. Oh, that's so, so funny. They would have burned it in the fire. It would have been hilarious. <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, I took that in. But the whole th- experience was just, it, it was a lot of fun. It was really, I, I mean, beforehand, mm. like before you get into it, I, mean, I was on safaris. Like so, so a lot of the, you know, because they separate everyone. So yep. no one knows who's on. And you genuinely see them when you first, but so they go to p- great pains. But you're staying in, a magnificent resort, and safari, and some of them just went on one safari, or whatever. I said I did as many as I could. Yeah, take the one in the morning, one in the afternoon, another one in the morning. You know, <laughs> out I go, and I saw like the the, the you know a pride of lions, twenty six lions. Oh wow! It, it was incredible. Um, we came to like a a bush where I haven't been told the story, but like there was a baby lion making the noise. Like now, obviously the mother had gone off to uh, to get to some hunt. food to hunt and left, and it was chirping for his mum like you know oh wow like that like and i'm going this is i'm like literally like 20 meters away from a cub like a wow like a cub you know incredible like of course we thought let's get the elevator before yeah before mum comes back and thinks we're we're a danger and we saw the big five like you know we did see rhino we saw a leopard in a tree um it was incredible like just unbelievable it was just that experience alone and and I was, when I have that sort of experiences, I, I would always bring my family along and say, hey, come and do what I just saw. Like, you know, Harvey Bay, come and have a look at this or wherever. Yeah. You know, I want to bring them along, you know. That's, that, that's what I love. I feel like, and I might be wrong, you instead, because some people like, you know, they're very um, career focused and they, they focus on the career, which you are to a degree, but you're almost, it seems like you're, you don't want so much a great career as a great life. 
well, and this is helping you get all the experiences. Yeah, you, I, you know I, what I mean? I'm career focused, but I just like working on stuff that I enjoy and I like working on different projects um, and just enjoying yourself. Like, I mean, what are we, what are we working towards? People, like, what do you, I ask people. But that's what, what I mean. What like are your goals? Why not just Your career yourself? is yeah. is almost like your career goals are all about the things you want to do in life yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than, you know, oh, if I do this, I'll be smart and then I can retire at this point and I'll do the, it's yeah. it's not it's more like well that that seems fun I'll do that I can't I'll even try see myself retiring Barney like well why would I, you I if go, you're having go, this much fun I go well, well we do stand up comedy you can do stand up comedy as long as you can talk yeah. and speak you know and uh, and keep having thoughts you, you can ke- and keep having you can go for whatever like and and there's different sort of stuff like uh, directing writing there's there's a lot of different pitching stuff like the, um, yeah there's just a lot of different elements to you know in our industry mm. and, and the creative industry it's just uh, I, I love it it's lucky we're lucky yeah. but then, we I mean, are this, lucky. Is not, this is nothing this is yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just, we'll tough this one out <laughs> we'll tough this one out it's just beautiful speaking of which we're going to go have breakfast I think mate um, yeah. we've got people waiting for us across across the way um, we I may do. or may but not check in at the airport if we get a chance so if we don't get a chance do you want to plug anything you want to plug where people can find you on socials or whatever watch this podcast please and tell everyone about it. This podcast will be on my social media. Um, I'm, I'm at, at Tahir Comedian, uh, but doesn't matter. I'll be plugging this. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>